Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Beef. Uh, earlier today, uh, more WWE releases started to trickle through the, the grapevine, if you will, the, the wrestling news grapevine. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, WWE, now former writer, never really got started, Kenise Mobley, uh, who this past week appeared on a podcast where she sort of said, yeah, I don't really know much about WWE product. And then she was released. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and a couple other things. Uh, Larson, uh, where do you want to start here with all this? Well, we'll start with these releases. Um, so Andrew Zarian, after the last round of releases, said there could be more. And then John Alba reported this morning that there could be more today. And then that uh, sadly proved to be the case. Uh, WB has apparently released several more talents. Uh, and they are Tony Nice, Aria Davari, Everrise, August Gray, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze. Um, it's just maybe, let's get to the next bit of news because it'll clarify something. Because like you see, Everrise on this list, and they're actively involved in NXT to a pretty significant, you know, uh, point. Um, but uh, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted some details, saying, "Quote: We were told that Nick Khan specifically is willing to take the heat. Did not seem concerned about prior plans, projects, who the person." Uh, was or was married to, how long they've been signed, or what they have going on. Um, like I said, Everrise was pretty darn surprising. They're on TV a lot. They're in a thing with Hit Row right now. I know they just got they pretty much got squashed in their match this past week, but it's still a storyline. They have their show they've been doing on the on the pre pre show for takeovers. Um, uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze have have been really active in the NXT tag division. I don't really watch 205 anymore. Obviously, Tony Nese and Arya Davari are cornerstones of that brand. They've been there from the very beginning. Um, 
And August Gray, I don't know if he's even been the company for a year. Didn't seem like it was that long ago he signed. I mean, it just it's from like I don't I mean from a savings perspective, if this is all about saving money, like I can't imagine August Gray is making a ton of money. Same with EverRise. I I don't know. It's kind of a head scratcher. Uh, the one that surprised me most was actually August Gray. Because he's been with the company for such a small period of time, um, you know, I know obviously he like tonight, for example, he's got and he even tweeted out, you know, he's got a match with uh, I forget the kid's name. He just uh, both last Davari week. has a match on two hundred five tonight too. And uh, and August Gray tweeted out, uh, "Hey, this is this is now suddenly a loser leaves town match," which is you know, a, a, uh, it shows you number one that he's that he he knows he he has a tremendous upside and, and he'll yep. land on his feet and he's taking this. Um, you know, with a good with a good mental attitude, as good as you can as you can take it. It is it mm-hmm. is surprising though, because I mean, is you know, I just figured a guy like that would have they they'd actually give him a chance. I guess is is my point. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Fand- uh Brizango, they've been there for a very long time. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, Fandango specifically, they missed the ball on completely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, by give, saddling him with that dancer gimmick back when they did, you know that wasn't that was just something they would do back then. I think that if he was in, if he was, if this was, if he was ten years younger, just coming to the WWE now, it'd be a different story. But it is what it is. They never really rebranded him. I thought that Breezango in general would get more of a rebrand in NXT, and that never happened. Yeah, it never happened. Surprise. I'm not shocked by that. I'm I'm not shocked by Everise. I know I understand they've been on TV a lot, but it hasn't been it hasn't been in a substantial way. Um, they have basically been given time to get themselves over, which is great. And they have, I Everrise is fantastic. Um, but, and they'll, they'll do fine out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what this means for, for two Oh five. I mean, I know the idea is they want to build the cruiser division, but I wonder if that means they're going to take existing names like they have with, uh, uh, the diamond mine with Roderick strong and, uh, you know, higher profile names like Kushida, the current champion. Um, I, it wouldn't shock me if Kyle O'Reilly fell to the cruiserweight division once he was done with whatever he's going to do uh, in the main title scene, because I just don't see him doing much there. And I don't see him doing much in the North American title scene. I just don't. His character, I don't think is going to connect if they keep up with this cool Kyle stuff. So I think they want the cruiserweight division to be a bigger name thing. I think so. And I wonder if they're going to try to focus on doing that on NXT prime rather than 205 like i don't know like is 205 gonna be around i can't i don't with who because i thought the same thing you get rid of the two corner like you said the two cornerstones i think they even called themselves like oj i don't i haven't watched 205 in years which is weird to think because it feels like just yesterday that they actually started airing the show and we were covering it on a weekly basis um so yeah i think that this is just going to be the kind of thing that unfortunately you know, kind of like in the world of of professional sports, you know, they they're gonna give people a shot, and if they don't, if they don't find themselves creatively able to use these individuals, was there another uh, one now? Yeah, Sing Brothers, Bollywood Boys. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, two hundred five is done. Like, who are they gonna put on two hundred five? Because that's not a place you put Kushida. You know, it's not a place you put Diamond Mine or or uh, uh, I know he's not really in the cruiserweight division necessarily, but Santos Escobar. 
Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, I think that this is going to be the kind of thing that we get on a more regular basis with maybe because here's the thing. Everybody that we're talking about really for the most part has been just sort of high profile enhancement talent. And I don't say that with any negative connotations at all. Somebody's got, you know, there are talent that exists in the industry that are used to enhance talent that they're doing something with. And maybe if, they're given opportunities as enhancement talent and they don't break through a certain ceiling in terms of popularity or being able to be used properly by creative or, or at all by creative. That's why we haven't seen the 24 seven division. Mm-mm. I don't think that's going to be, you know, besides maybe they'll pivot that to like a celebrity thing, which it's half of that is, is celebrity stuff. Anyways, they do the, you know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our truth show up on TV and a celebrity host would like roll them up or a sports mm-hmm. center host would roll them up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I th- it feels like we're just going to get this on a more regular basis. It's entirely possible. You know, it's like the, this, this Nick Khan fellow they brought in who evidently doesn't give a damn about the human element involved, um, which is very 2021 business, unfortunately. Um, it's just like, hey, you know, if, if, if you have nothing for these people, then then to get rid of them. And that's, that's, that's a bummer situation for business in general. That's just, that's, that's corporate business these days. Um, and that's just, that's just how it is. It's an absolute bummer. It is. It is. Uh, so we're going to, as we, as we go along with news beef today, this is obviously yeah. going to be a little bit of a, of a beefier episode. Yeah. Um, so if any more updates, we will definitely update as, as we see them. Yeah. Um, yeah. let's talk in other release news. Let's talk about this. So earlier this week, uh, at the time, newly hired WB writer Kadis Mobley was on the Asian Not Asian podcast uh, and mentioned that WB did not require her to have any real knowledge of pro wrestling prior to her hiring. This is what she said. These transcripts are courtesy of Post Wrestling. Quote, yes, I've just been hired by WB, given the, the things that you know about me in my entire life and what I'm into. Yes, that's surprising. Yes, also a surprise for me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing, and they're like, perfect. Come on in. So I'm on the Monday Night Raw team. So there's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. The people I know are on it are Bobby. His name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley, and I really shouldn't know that. So this quote got a lot of traction on the social media. What seemingly got largely uh, passed by in post-wrestling stories, that she mentions this during the course of the interview, is that when this podcast dropped, this is June 6th, so almost three weeks ago, she had been hired but hadn't actually started her writing job yet. And she said the very next day after recording that podcast, she was going to start researching. Yeah, yeah, she said people are going to be coming over, going to start watching. She said she had watched, like, I think probably the previous episode of Raw. I I listened to it Mm -hmm. this morning. And uh, and that tomorrow, the, the next day after recording the podcast, she would actually begin, you know, the educational process, which the she deep dive, in, yes. in the podcast says, I, she said, I'm very excited to do this. Um, this is I, I'm 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 of I'm of two minds of this. Number one, WWE has hired writers with that have not much knowledge of the product. They've been doing this for for years. Yeah, this is not new that they would do this. Uh, many TV shows, movies, you know, uh, they bring on people. I remember, um, and I don't know why this sticks out to me. It's because I'm a nerd and I know that. 
But the director of Star Trek Nemesis was oh, not yeah. into Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Came in to do the job, you know? Um, it's not an abnormal thing. Yeah, Larson, I'll raise my ahead. hand here. Yeah, there you I go. I didn't really know anything about video games before working at Machinima. I, I remember I we did two episodes back-to-back. Ten for the early on. It was like some of our first ten for the win episodes of Machinima in 2010, I think. Yeah. And it was top ten reasons why Battlefield Bad Company 2, no, Battlefield 2 Bad Company, whatever it was, was better than Modern Warfare and vice versa. Modern Warfare 2 and vice versa. I didn't know half these terms. I did. I was like, what is, what is, uh, what is it when you, you like, uh, uh. What's the term in Call of Duty when you like hide and just snipe at people? Camp. <laughs> I didn't know what camping was. I didn't know what that many. I know now because know. I'm expert level Call of Duty. I'm yeah. Like, your KDR is great. I've, I'm a so, I'm so prestige told. all the way. Uh, highest yeah, prestige. No, I, I, well, I'm about highest, but I know your KDR is much better than it used to. Machinima was a situation where I got into video games because I got into the job. But all Larson required when you said, "Hey, we're looking for something," I need a voiceover guy. It was just, it was for me to read. I was Ron Burgundy, right? Didn't yeah, know anything days, about yeah. the stuff I was talking about. And then, you know, we got our own show. I was I was brought on to do producing stuff. We got our own show, and we would go on and on. Yeah. Hold on one second. We might have some more names here. I don't mean to interrupt this. I see here in chat, Kurt Stallion. Yeah, no, I'm trying to make sure that's been added to. Uh... Well, here, let's get through this, and then we'll we'll, we'll do a, a recap. Of so it's else. not abnormal for people to be hired no. without knowledge of what the hell they're doing. It happens all the time. Um, on one hand, I feel like if WWE is going to do this and be okay with it privately, like this is a practice, why not just be cool with it and 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 publicly be okay with it? Um, on the other hand, on the other hand. Uh, according to Sean Rossap, he says, for what it's worth, I'm told fan reaction to Kenise Mobley's podcast appearance had little to nothing to do with the decision for WWE to let her go. I was told it was more of an internal concern. What she was told, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll get the story from her. Maybe we'll, that's the end of quote. Uh, Melster had something about this in the newsletter this week. Said, uh, you know, her, her quotes. She talks more about... Um, this is got. Well, let's get to the second bit of a uh, transcript from her interview because this is interesting. Um, later on, in her interview, she talked about uh, you know the, the the process of accepting the job. This is what she had to say: "Quote: I went on a date, and this guy was like, don't you feel like you're?' He effectively said, "Don't you feel like you're diminishing your dignity writing for WB?" And I was like, "Um, I'm getting paid to do the thing I've been working on for eight years, and this is twice, or no, this is three times what I make it my nonprofit job. So yeah, I'm going to take it. You know." Mm-hmm. That makes all the sense. Makes yeah. all the sense in the world. Yeah. You know, if she's a writer, she has an opportunity to write. Yeah. You take that job. Yeah. Um, um, so Melser's quote here is, uh, this turned out, uh, sorry, this turned into a fairly big thing, heavily talked about on social media, but also noted among those on the inside. Mobley was also under the gun for publicly speaking publicly on subjects that WB doesn't want stuff talked about. One person very close to the situation noted the negative reaction to this and that said that she is not the only one in this situation. And actually, this is typical of many of the writers. I just assume he means not being that familiar with the, with the wrestling mm-hmm, yeah. business. 
Um, Belser continues, but where they were embarrassed by this is that by going public, it makes WWE to the outside world look this. This he, this he has in quotes. So I'm guessing this is what his source told him: blindingly stupid. Mm-hmm. So this isn't, this isn't necessarily about anything that she said in a bubble. It's about how WWE thinks they're going to look uh, based on what she said, even though what she's saying is their own policies towards uh, hiring writers, and that they don't need to know. The wrestling business yeah i don't know i mean the thing is i have no idea like there's sort of two different things like melter saying one thing sean ross Sapp is saying another thing and so we mm-hmm. can kind of just put our hands on. i mean she did like the 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 title of the episode she was on uh of the asian not asian podcast was called white fragility and so i imagine later on in the episode i didn't listen to the whole thing but i imagine later on in the episode they talk about one would assume some politics of the day you know um, and that could be the kind of thing, you know, and you have to decide as a writer, okay, well, do, am I comfortable working for a company that doesn't want me talking about my views? Um, because if that's the case, um, then, you know, that, that's just a decision you have to make as, as a, as a person. Another decision you have to make as a person is whether or not you want to go on a podcast and talk about the job you just got hired to do. And I don't think that for the, what we heard on the podcast, WWE should have, if they found value in what she could bring to the product, that's silly to fire her for. Mm -hmm. At the same time, if you're a person who just got hired at a job and you want to have that job, I'm not sure it's the best idea to go on a podcast and, and, and do that and talk about it in that way. Um, So, uh, so yeah, you just sort of have to think about things before you hop into them, I guess is the point here. But uh, I'll be honest with you, from what I've heard, uh, you know, just, just keep my ears open. She's probably better off for it because it seems like a nightmare. Like the a turnover that would be in the writer's room is, is apparently very high. Yeah. And, and by all accounts, it sounds like a pretty, pretty miserable place to work. So when I when I uh, when I first heard about or when I heard it, when I was reading this stuff this morning, I did it while we were waiting for uh, uh, Louis Dangor to show up mm-hmm. on Matt Chat. Uh, I did. I recorded a quick video for Wrestle Juice, my side project, and uh, and it was. I was just looking at Glassdoor reviews for WWE. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> it was fun stuff. Uh, so check that out. I don't know when I'm gonna put it out. Probably tomorrow. Um, but uh, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, hopefully she uh, she finds uh, uh, some good work somewhere else. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah, hope so. Hope so. Um, let's talk about uh Becky Lynch. So we've heard uh that she has been seen training at the performance center. She was apparently backstage at Hell in a Cell. Of course, that is all fueling rumors that she's close to making her return in the latest newsletter. Melser says, uh, now that Becky has apparently signed a new deal, it's only a matter of time before she's back in WB Ring. That's what old Dave had to say. Quote, expect to return to Becky Lynch relatively soon. She's been trained at the Performer Center, was at the Held in the Cell show. Lynch wasn't used at WrestleMania as first talked about, teased by her because they were waiting for her to sign a new deal, which is now in effect because they felt it was too early to debut her before she would be back wrestling. I mean, we all kind of expect her to, to, to come back um, in front of fans. Makes the most sense because mm-hmm. she's a massive name in the world of professional wrestling. You want to generate excitement for your product especially on the Ross side of things where uh, not a whole lot of excitement exists, bring Becky back. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not shocked that she that they that they didn't put her in Thunderdome. That's not nobody wants that. You know, she is a big deal. And I think if you want to, if you want to, if you want a symbolic uh, uh, moment of hey, you know, we're back for good in front of fans. You know, Becky could personify that, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Okay, now things are back to normal. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's cool. Not shocking. None of that's shocking. No. Uh, we can confirm now that, uh, unfortunately, Arturo Ruiz, mm. Ruiz, Marina Shafir, and Kurt Stallion okay. have been released. Eesh. Again, you know, not terribly shocking. Sad for them. Hopefully they, uh, you know, they'll, uh, they'll land on their feet. They're all talented people. Again, Kurt Stallion, another guy who signed, I think, around the same time uh, August Gray did. Yeah. He was on NXT Prime a couple times. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, one talented guy and Karrion Cross. Both Karrion Cross, Bronson Reed uh, are on the list. Who is this coming from? Who is this oh, from? sorry, I didn't add any notes. So, of course, yeah, the, they were just both on main event recently. Yeah. Um, and this is from this is from Meltzer too, um, seemingly confirming what seems to be the case that uh, both Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed would be going to the main roster. But Dave had to say, Steve, you want to take it? Uh, he says both are on the list now for being brought up, perhaps in the draft. So they wanted everyone to see what they bring to the table from a live perspective and start coming up with ideas to debut them. 
This week, they were looking at Cross and Scarlett, not as a couple as they put Cross in with Benjamin at the main event tapings without Scarlett. There was talking. There was talk of Scarlett getting a look at June 25th without him. So maybe we'll get a main event episode. Maybe we'll get a main event episode with uh, Scarlett versus... Um, who do they even have anymore? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Dana I mean, Brooke. I don't know. Yeah, Nikki Cross was on main event for a spell, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that would be. I don't know either. I don't so know. yeah, she'll have a match. She'll have a match. She'll that have a match. Be, that's, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know it will be. I'll be interested to see what comes of all this and and whether Scarlet stays with Cross or not, and who goes to what brand and all that kind of stuff. Or if it even happens, of course, this could all be in the cards, and then on the eve of the draft, they could be like, Vince could be like, nah. Change of mind. Yeah. So and they're cut the next day. Or even during the draft. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, so uh we didn't uh watch Impact last night. Nonetheless, it did happen. So there are results. They are as follows. Rosemary defeated Kira Hogan. Uh Deanna Prazzo defeated Susan, so that little faction they had. Uh, uh no more. You see a little uh, clip going around of uh Susan saying, Professional wrestle me right now. Great, great. <laughs> Professional so good. right now. That was so good. Uh, Rohit Raju and uh, Shira defeated Trey Miguel and Petey Williams. Uh, Jake something defeated Sam Beal. Oh, Sam, come on. We got to get Sam on a winning streak here. We will. We will. He's being uh, tutored, mentored by the most professional wrestler. He'll get in the winning track in no time, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they announced that next week we're going to uh, get a six-man tag match between Team Callis Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Team Demore, be Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Chris Saban. Ooh. And then uh, the main event, Violent by Design, successfully retained the Impact Tag Team titles against mm. Kojima and yeah, Ed Edwards. Do we know who ate the pin there? Was it uh huh? Ed Edwards, probably I was. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. We have a SmackDown tonight because it is in fact Friday. It is Friday. Uh, your tribal chief, the head of the table, universal champion, Roman Reigns, to hold a victory celebration. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. Uh, Intercontinental champion, Apollo Crews, is going to go to war with Big E in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Big yeah. E's got to win that, right? Yeah, he's got to win that He's got to win that. He's got to win that. He's got to win that. And then Cesaro... SmackDown with champion Bianca Belair take on Seth Rollins and Bailey. Oh, that's fun. That that should be a lot of fun. Give us I like a little, little bit of the, the vibe of uh, the mixed match challenge. The mixed match challenge, that's right. Where the yeah. competitors were loose, allowed to break character a little bit. It was a lot of fun. That's a heck of a team. That'd be a great team for mixed match challenge, Cesaro and Bianca Belair. Yeah. That'd be fun. So would Seth and Bailey. A lot of fun. That'd be tons of fun. A lot fun. of fun. Uh, of course, AEW is not tonight. It wasn't Wednesday. It's tomorrow, Saturday night. Hell of a main event for Dynamite on Saturday. Kenny Omega defending the AEW Championship against Jungle Boy. That's going to be one. a heck of a match. Good one. Uh, Conan and Tully Blanchard are going to have a face-to-face to amp up this FTR-Santana-Ortiz uh, feud. That should be good. Uh, Hangman Page versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel. And Chris Statlander versus The Bunny. Right on. Sounds like a fun episode of AW. Oh, gosh. Especially <laughs> Especially that main event. Trying to get through a whole show. Not having to hear that voice. You need to do it at the very end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. 
All right, man. We're doing this live, so uh, we're going to answer some questions from our live chat. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, Patrick Oliva says, can we assume no more Evolve show because uh, of some of these releases? I would think it's more likely that it would be no more 205 Live, given uh, the names that have been released thus far. A couple of people here in chat have suggested that instead of 205, they just do a live talking smack. Is, ta- is talking smack not live? They don't do that live on the No, network? it's on Saturday mornings. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could that could make some sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, as far as, yeah, No More Evolve show, I don't, dude, I don't know. Um, it seems like there is a changing philosophy within WWE because you would have thought a guy like Oz, August Gray would be, oh, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Unless the only thing I can think of is that maybe during that big wave of them just throwing money at people left and right, Guys like Kurt Stallion and August Gray might have been swept up in that and got larger than normal NXT contracts. Oh, that could be. I don't know, and I have nothing to base that off of other than reports that at the time, WWE was throwing tons of money at people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the same applied to some high pro, higher profile indie talent. That could. That could. Uh, Vegan Squirrel, where do you see the cruiserweight division going from here besides in the toilet? It's just going to be on NXT now, I doubt. There'll be much focus. Uh, outside, I don't know what the fate of uh, 205 Live is. Who knows? So all you really need for a division is how many people? Six people for a division? Six to eight. Okay. So you got Kushida. You got Tyler. Uh, you got Rust. You got uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, you got... Um, you got uh, maybe maybe uh, Adonis. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's Bobby Fish, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Swerve's going to be higher up. I think Swerve is going to be. Swerve's probably going to take that title if Reed's coming up to the draft. Swerve's getting that title. Yeah, you think that's so. happening? Um, if they're looking at and and there's still the possibility that WWE could try, you know. To, if they, if they do like a, a, a deal with uh, New Japan, yeah. What were you gonna say? So uh, according to Wikipedia, the the roster for Two Hundred Five Live is as follows: There's Ari Sterling, Asher Hale, uh, Grayson Waller, mm-hmm. uh, Ikemen Jiro, and they still have mm-hmm. Brian Kendrick on here, even though it says on the notes he's a producer for SmackDown. So really, you're talking four wrestlers. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if those guys serve as the enhancement talent for now, there's your eight guys. Um, and yeah. they could show so up on NXT Roderick. to be enhancement talent. Yeah, you got Roddy. You could toss Oni Lorcan in there. I know he's in, involved in something mm-hmm. else. Leon Ruff is still uh, in NXT, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, he can be involved in that. Um, you know, now that Santos seems to be moving oh. up from from the Cruiserweight title, you can have uh, Blake Joaquin Christian Wild. and, and uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would guess. That oh no! Chat saying uh, Killian Dane. Wow! Wow! Jeez! That is wow. surprising. I mean, Man. not to pivot too hard but yeah Drake Maverick is another name that could 
yeah, be involved in the cruiserweight could be involved division. in the cruiserweight title uh, division. Oof. Boy. Um, RTG says Walter in Ilya two is most likely coming. Is it Ilya's time? If it's going to happen, if it's set to happen, I haven't watched NXT UK yet. If it's set to happen, then yes, it will be Ilya's time. If it's in front of fans, he's to- he's totally winning that. Yeah, I I agree with that, and it, it and it should be too. It should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see uh, here. Chief Frog Slat. What are the chances we get Becky versus Charlotte at SummerSlam? In your guy's opinion. Uh, I gave it a 33 to 30 percent chance. Uh, what is your next highest uh, suggestion? What's your Bailey next? versus Bailey versus Becky Lynch? Because I feel like Becky's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah, you might be right about that, but I don't know. I don't know. I would give. I would say Becky versus Charlotte. I would actually give Becky versus Charlotte a 41% chance and Becky being on SmackDown at 49. I'm sorry, a 51% chance versus her being on SmackDown at 49% chance. Wow. Because I think you still have the problem of Bianca Belair with the title. And they're not going to have Becky. They're not going to have her drop it. I mean, maybe she can drop it to Sasha and then Becky can get it from her. But Becky's going to be in the title scene sooner than later. At some point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zondo is 205 going to get axed or changed what kind of show is it you know maybe it gets it gets canceled maybe they rebrand that as the evolve show the nxt for nxt show yeah that could maybe be. it's live talking smack who knows uh maggie says you can grant immunity to any member of the undercard to save their job who would you pick oh wow you know, you mentioned a name that we haven't seen in a little while, but God damn it, he's so great in the ring, and that's Leon Ruff. If we're talking about, like, NXT, it'd be Leon Ruff. You don't get mm. rid of that. Although, could you imagine, like, if he went to Japan? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd wow. be be off the charts. That'd be off the charts. Yeah, yeah, he's a good answer. I'd go with Leon Plus, he has, like, one of the best theme songs. They sort of stumbled into just a really great theme song. Oh, it's a great theme. It it's is. outstanding. Yeah. MRXVG says, do you think this will become a monthly thing? Gosh, I hope not. If they, if it is, then they're not going to have anybody left. I'm sure this will be a, what, you know, internally what they feel is an ad as needed situation where yeah. obviously they're streamlining operations for something. It depends um, on, it depends on how, what the pace of them signing new talent is and what the pace of them using new talent. Uh-oh, what's your face? No, uh, uh, Dane put a thing up on Twitter. said he got a he got a phone call today while he was at the PC doing extra ring work that he got released. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. It's a pretty extensive uh, statement here, so I won't go into it, but that's... Man, yeah. that's, that's rough. Uh... Rhode Island wrestling fan. It says R.I. wrestling fan. I assume that's Rhode Island wrestling fan says, do either of you collect anything wrestling or non wrestling related? Do you collect anything? No, I don't really collect anything anymore. I used to collect like baseball card stuff, but not really anymore. I used to collect comics. I don't collect comics anymore. I the only thing. Oh, I do. These days I collect Batman memorabilia. Myself and my daughter, Alabama, we've got a Batman shelf over there that we started together. And so we get like little pieces whenever we're out and about. If we see something Batman related, I'll go, oh, we'll pick that up. Yeah. Uh, Jorge D says, so Goldberg is apparently going to start his own YouTube channel. Predict what kind of videos we will see on Goldberg's YouTube channel. Oh, man. 
It'd be it's going to be a rebrand of MTV's Next, but it's going to be called Who's Next. Oh, good. You He's host married, it, yeah. so he'd be the host, and he would bring he would try to you know create love connections, you know. But whenever a, a, a young lady says, you know, the dude comes down and he's maybe too goofy looking, she says, next, he gets speared off frame by Goldberg. Wow, okay. And, like, they, they come down the bus, like, the, the, the stairs all nervously, like, oh, oh, oh. And, and then like, somebody wises up to it, has a steel plate over their chest. Yeah, they're like, please don't, please don't, please don't. And then yeah, he's and then yeah. At one point, Bret Hart comes down and she's like, "Oh, he's like in his eighties. What the heck?" Next, and then Goldberg's like, he goes and it lifts it up. And it's the plate right Steel there, plate. Steel plate. And then Goldberg kicks him in the head. Uh, oof. Mike Bradley, do you think all these firings will have any impact in future signings? Uh, people being afraid to sign and getting let go a year later. No, because here's the thing: if you're if you're out there. You have confidence in your own talent. And so your thinking isn't nobody nobody gets hired thinking they're going to get fired. They get hired thinking they're going to excel at their job because they're the best at what they do. Um, so, no, I would not think that. Now, I guess it's possible. It's possible that if word makes around that, like, you know, the, there's, a, there's a, a jerk in charge who doesn't care about your well-being, maybe. But I don't know. I've never really heard of that, so. I don't think it'll have much impact on people signing with them or not. Um, I, I don't think it's going to have much of an impact on people signing with people that want to go to WWE. Still going to want to go to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are on the fence about where to sign. This might have some bearing along with other things. I mean, I don't think this alone could be a situation where no, I'm not going to sign WWE there because I could be released a year later. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I, think I mean, a lot the, of other reasons why it, people would be hesitant to sign to WWE. It could play into the general idea of what the culture is like there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Utubian, uh with the sub. Thank you, Utubian. Says, well, this Thank news you. is shit. That is, it definitely is shit. It is. It is. Uh, Jimmy Thomas did. Uh, they did two waves of main. Two of NXT is UK next, or they paid so little that it doesn't need to be cut. Um, I it sort of don't they have like a legit UK TV deal over I there? Think so. I mean, we had heard rumors of NXT UK cuts, but they never really happened. Um, so I just, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, no, Mason Rick says, uh, are they doing this to free up money for Brock's contract? I don't know if they they no, would have anything that. to do that. I doubt that. I doubt that. Have anything. but I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt. I doubt it have anything to do with it. Night by night. You've been taken by an evil corporation that will be sending you back in time to a small Appalachian town in 1849. You'll have nothing with you but your wits and a large sack of grain. They will, however, allow you to bring along any pro wrestler of your choosing to help you survive. Who do you pick? (sighs) Small Appalachian town in 1849. Okay, that's a long time ago. Well, we need a good survivalist. It'd be Sarah Logan. Or Ronda Rousey. I hear that she's like a she's like they they live on their own. They live off the the the, the off earth. the the land. Yeah. No yeah, those are fair points. Or those Jackson Riker. MHJ is here. Ugh. I feel like he's probably a survivalist though. Uh, he says with the promo of Hardy, Jinder, and company complaining about not getting Money in the Bank on Raw, could they be setting up a mid card title Money in the Bank oh, briefcase? No. no, I don't think so. But that's a cool idea. I like that idea. That's that's that's. Interesting. 
No, I think they're Zond. just setting up that Ginger's going to be in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, that he's going to cost someone their spot. Uh, Zondo, let's say they want to rebrand the Cruiserweight Championship, something similar to the Excavation title. That has to be an autocorrect. That has to be. What would X-Division. you do with that? He, oh, meant X-Division. To, he meant to write X-Division. Yeah, autocorrected. <laughs> Let's so book the about, excavation title, please. Less about a weight class and more about a style of wrestling. Who can find the fossil the fastest? Oh, there you go. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, if it's um, excavation, that makes me think uh, 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 looking for oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Call it like the wildcat title or something oh, like that. Oh, that's good. I like to that. call people looking for oil or wildcatters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. But X Division. Um, it'd be the NXT. Okay, yeah. The division. That's good. Only the N- no, it's terrible. X. Yeah. The next title. This is a good point. Vegan Squirrel says toss Jake Atlas into the cruiserweight mix too. Yeah. I've just joined. He he shows up. I've just joined the fight. <laughs> I've just joined the fight for the title in this division. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Uh, oh, interesting. White Brownie says, uh, did you guys see Shingo's Instagram post with Mako? The UK title just looks way better than the New Japan title design-wise. It does. I don't have to see a picture. I don't yeah, have to no, see the, a picture the, of that. The, the UK title is a beautiful, beautiful championship title. Oh, this is a Pudius Maximus says, Steve, what's your most prized comic book I own? I think I've got the first appearance of Gambit somewhere. I mean, oh, wow. in terms of monetary value, I think I've got X Men two sixty eight. Pretty sure I have that comic book. All right. Otherwise, surprisingly, it might be Darkhawk number one. That shit's like worth a hundred bucks. Really? It's weird. I know. It was just the it was the circulation pretty low or something like that. Probably. I thought the first issue of Max was kind of the same thing where it wasn't. You know, they didn't oh, print two, two million of them off like they did with Youngblood. I used to have that. I don't know if I have that anymore. No, I still have that one. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, Zoe Jeremy says, can Goldberg's co-host be Riddle? No, but he's going to be one of the contestants. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, Nick Enigma, do these releases increase the point? The WWE can't build new stars? No, I think they do that fine with the fact that they have no big superstars. I mean, the fact that they couldn't... I mean, they're not going to be able to find space for everybody when they hoard talent. Nope. That's just that's just the fact. I mean, yeah, yeah yep. you can you can take a look at. I look at Damo. You can look at uh, Johnny. You can look at uh, Fandango. 
Johnny Curtis, yeah. And I see two guys that they probably should have been able to make a lot more money with those guys. Oh, yeah. But beyond that, I mean, I don't know about August Gray because I just I saw him like once. Kerstallion, yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, RTG is crazy to think that Ricochet and Adam Cole, the only ones left from that awesome ladder match for the wow. North America Championship. Yeah. That is crazy. Lars, EC3. Who else was in that match? I don't remember offhand. Uh, Flat says, which wrestler would you like to have a beer and a donut with? I ate a pancake near Seamus, and he was lovely. A beer and a donut. Oh, it's Damian Priest. Oh, yeah. He's like, like he was like, hey, Steve, I'll be honest. If it was you that offered me that donut, I would have eaten it. But it was your idiot partner, Larson. I was like, whoa, that's rude. Wow. That's, that's rude, rude for okay. one thing. I mean, I guess I can take that. Like, why would you even say that? Like, do you watch Going In Raw and have made that assessment? I think he's pretty smart. He's like, no, he's an idiot. Wow. <laughs> that's messed probably, up. Probably because I said, hey, punishment. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why. Uh, Captain Sin with the sub. Thank you so much. All right, let's get one more in. What do you say? What do you say? Yeah, let's get one more in. Um, bu- 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 bu. Oh, okay. Oh, Twinewinder has a list here. Lars, EC3, Velveteen Dream, Colin. Oh, Damo was in that match? Yeah, I, I guess I do remember that. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, okay, we'll end this one. Darth Cheeseball. Knowing what we know now about the Attitude Era, who, who from the current crop would excel back then and vice versa? I think just about anybody now would excel back then. I've had to Bray Wyatt would have done great in the Attitude Era. Yeah, More who from freedom. the Attitude Era would have excelled now? Oh, vice versa. I think a uh, lot of them would have. From the Attitude Era, um, I'm trying to think people who maybe underperformed back then would have done. Yeah, like yeah, Ken yeah. Shamrock might have been better off these days. I know. Ken Shamrock might have been better off these days. I know. Yeah. That's true. It's a good yeah. answer. Good answer. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Oh, that's a great answer. Takamishinoku. Yeah. He had a legendary a career answer. in Japan, but in WWE, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tonight with our SmackDown recap. Correct. And we'll talk about any additional releases then if they do occur throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Thanks mm-hmm. for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.